0: That's net original podcast can I have a disclaimer by the way we're, we're filming this in two different places today are you looking at the camera or are you looking at your laptop elsewhere oh. just just so I know for am I looking at the camera or am I looking at the the laptop what, what are we doing I was
1: looking down actually
0: okay well now you can look down yeah. to read you yeah, know that's absolutely fine but when we're talking to each other are we looking at the kit? Ca- I mean you really don't need to hear this I'm sorry if you're listening right now is, is
1: that what we're doing? I look at the camera. Look, it was your fault I will for look at the camera.
0: wanting to bloom and record it all the time. So you know, right? So we're looking at the camera. Yeah,
1: sorry. Okay. Right. I just think when, when you know you've got obviously got a face for radio, hence why you've had such a successful career. Oh, I in mean, radio. I've never heard I've that before. I've got a before. face for video. <laughs> I've got a face for video. So we should be. Oh, oh, it's Jen. What? What's wrong? I she call- answer. She's calling. Jen you? calling. Yeah, 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 go cool.
0: on. Yeah. Does she, tell her she, oh, here you go. Answer it and tell her she's on the podcast now. Let's see how quickly she okay. turns it off. Hey, babe. Have I just met Roger
1: Blake? You've just met Roger Blake? <laughs> I think it probably is, babe. We might have to uh, bleep some of this conversation out because we are currently uh, recording the podcast. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, sorry, bye. There she goes. There she goes.
0: Is she gone? yeah, she's gone. Record timing. I knew she would go straight away. That's it. Amazing. Amazing. Um Okay, well I was gonna say something. Oh yes. So uh a a couple of things. The the tech later, um there's a reason why I've I've kind of got it because uh, but I'll explain why later. But yes, I'm very excited about it. It is one of my favorite things in the world right now. So so I bet
1: you are. I bet you are
0: that's cool. And there was something else I was going to say, but I've totally lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Okay. well no, oh no, I remembered. Yeah. I, I saw something once again on your Insta stories, which we, we need to discuss. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Be worried. You know, be be, be very oh, worried.
1: Oh God. All right. Well, let's come on to that after this. I just want to share a little review uh, that we've had on the podcast. And for those of you who would like to review, it's a massive help. And we love reading them. We do. Especially. Uh, especially out on, on air, if that makes sense, on the podcast. So uh, if you want to leave a review, do it on Spotify or Apple or wherever. you Usually listen because it's, it's a real help. Um, don't forget to rate and download and share with a friend as well. This is from a guy called ASD sbsu I don't know how you say any of that. I'm just kind of reading out the letters, so forgive me. But it says this. Great listen, really good show, and I look forward to it. But how come it's not weekly anymore, JK? I'll
0: tell you what. How come it's not weekly? I'll tell you why it's not weekly, because ours decided now that we need a visual podcast. So it's it's a lot of time editing video. It's no time at all to edit audio. So I'm I'm blaming uh, that one I,
1: up, 100% on you. I, right. I would just like to clarify that that was not my idea. It was producer Jack's idea. Oh, shut up. You were on board as well. I bet you were. I just do what I'm told nowadays. You think I run this company? Absolutely not. Yes, you do. <laughs> Apparently, I don't even know.
0: (laughs) Whilst we're recording this podcast, uh, there were A-level results last week, weren't there? And I think there are GCSE results coming the following week. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, so um, how did you do in your exams? Now, remember, you're a former teacher. Uh, You do own and run the Dad's Net, along with a load of other great people like myself.
1: Yeah. How did you do with your grades? My GCSE has got four C's, five B's and one A star. Okay, would you say that that's decent? yeah
0: all passes okay and did those results help you in any way shape or form to do what you're doing
1: right now literally nothing nothing okay uh, the the only the only thing that they did was open the door to a levels and then a levels open the door to uni and then uni opened the door to something else not necessarily the thing that i trained in at uni but it does they do it, like doing well in your exams does open doors to other things not specific things but just other things
0: okay did you see the post from Ben Fogle on on Instagram the other day? I did not. Okay. Now you know that Jeremy Clarkson always posts on exam results that day, saying that I didn't do very well in my exams, but look at me, I've got I'm, I've got eight million in the bank or whatever it is. Do you, yeah. Do you, you've seen those posts, okay? So Ben Fogle's yeah. done a post. Um, I did not do very well in in my education at all, and I think I've done okay. Okay. So this is Ben Fogle. A-level results day. isn't it amazing that in 2022, in one of the most advanced developed countries in the world, that our education system still distinguish the difference between success and failure with a simple letter, A, B, or C, or in my case, N and U. I failed my exams, but I argue that exams failed me. Nice. Uh, they crush my spirit. Let me be clear. Education and exam excellence are vital for those who plan to follow vocational work into the sciences or medicine. Work hard and you will rise to the top of the academia and become the next great doctor or scientist. But it is not one size fits all. We are all not destined to be physicists or brain brain surgeons. Learning and education are a key in life, but our obsession with exams as a means of testing and qualifying an individual is an archaic as it is broken. There are some people who are better equipped at absorbing and cramming information and, and, and regurgitating it on command. Exams are unfair marker of our talents and ability because they assume that we are all the same. When I took my children, I reflect on their personality, their kindness, their interest, uh, their ability their interact, uh, sociability, curiosity, and thoughtfulness. We are so much more than an exam grade. For many years, my exam grades made me feel inadequate. I felt like a failure despite my ability to excel and achieve in other areas. For me, the pressure or, of expectation at such a vulnerable part in my life crushed my spirit. I would rather my children to learn the school of life rather than exams. I'd prefer they learn how to grow crops, cook healthily, and how to do DIY, real-life skills." Oh, I've just moved on. Sorry. Exams Exams instill a notion of competition too early. If you have failed your exams today, don't be too despondent. We live in a world where there is always another way. And it goes on a little bit more. But I just thought mm. uh, that really sort of touched me. I, I can really relate to that. And I grew up on a farm. Do you know that? I grew up, Have I told you that? I grew up on a farm.
1: I didn't know that. What yeah, kind yeah. of farm was it?
0: All right, it was, uh, we, we beefed, we dabbled. No, in I'm joking. I'm joking. Maybe, I'm joking.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I thought you were going to know. <laughs> I do agree completely with that sentiment that there is a huge, uh, like misbalance on exams and exam results. He Uh, actually,
0: one thing I forgot to put as well is, uh, he then went on to say, the key, of course, are the real heroes, the teachers, underpaid and under-resourced. They should be the pillars of our community, teaching for life, not for league tables. The letter of our A-level results does not define you, it's your character that counts. Sorry, that was quite an important bit. And it mentions teachers.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do understand that and I do completely agree that it is, like I say, out of balance. But you have to draw a line in the sand somewhere, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And you and you there are only a certain amount of resources that we can offer children on a mass scale so you've got to think that he's absolutely right and he is involved in his kids life and he probably is teaching them about crops to grow and farming and you know the school of life there's a lot of kids whose parents don't do that and they barely even talk to them let alone try and educate mm. them so for those children school is the only way of educating us on a mass scale can't learn to grow 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 crops of that so there's a, there is an element here where that's a that is a good that is i do completely agree with his opinion but for the for a lot of people around the nation that's not that's not a reality and, and when you're delivering something on a mass scale you have to draw a line somewhere and that's kind of what an exam does in a way draws a line somewhere like there's there's no kind of qualms about it yeah not everyone needs to learn how to do Uh, physics or chemistry or algebra no like I haven't used any of that stuff in a long long time but I have used the skills I learn in my physics class in the job I'm doing I'm not doing physics but in terms of like here's a question now you need to prove that question and test it and is it a fair you know there are elements that I learn in that that I do apply elsewhere and it's the application that school gives you and that's what they're testing in these exams and Everyone needs to re- learn to read, like you do. You need to learn to read and write. You don't need to learn to read and write physics. But you might, you do need to learn to read and write other stuff. So, like from that point of view, it is way out balanced, and I'm dreading Ted um, and Isla going through that. Although Isla's pretty more, she's quite more robust than Ted is, but. I'm dreading them going through that system because I do think it is completely out of balance. But people like, uh, you know, Ben Fogle, meet you. We do balance it a lot more with our own kids. Yeah. And I guess the state needs to balance it a little bit more, as best they can.
0: Do you think they're right now that we are we are examining our kids far too early?
1: Uh, y- yes, I yes I do think that. Uh, you know, there's a there's a year one phonics test. Um, I mean, I have a massive issue with phonics anyway. <laughs> I'm happy to talk about that on a, on another day if you'd okay. like to ask me. I'll, I'll note or, that. Or re- reach out on social media. I'll have that conversation with people. Um, uh, so I have a bit. So I do think there. I do think there is a, I mean, there's a problem with the education system. I do fundamentally agree that there is a problem with the the, the education system. Where we are, what we need to be teaching and what we need to be examining, is not knowledge. Like that's the problem. We we shouldn't examine knowledge. We should examine children's ability to acquire knowledge. So it's almost like in that exam. I think you should do exams at a certain age, but in the exam, you shouldn't be saying like, "Do you know uh, this fact about physics?" i don't know i'm talking about physics but do, you know we don't they don't need to know the fact about physics they need to know how to find out the fact about physics yeah if they want to go into physics, if they want to go into sports, they need to learn how to write, you know, solve the problems to get to where you want to be. That's what we should be teaching our children. And yeah, of course we can use physics and we can use biology and we can use the Romans and history and geography and all of that to get to that point. But the education system is based around knowledge and it shouldn't be based around knowledge. It should be based around how to find out knowledge, skills-based, not knowledge-based. There we go, mic drop, let's move on. Here's a confession.
0: so welcome to the uh, the confession the don't tell your mum confession this is where a dad seeks forgiveness from myself and al and of course you uh listening something that they've probably done and um they're they're not too happy about it they feel guilty and believe me if you've listened or not listened to, to previous episodes please do we have had some amazing Absolute corking confessions. Uh, let's hope today's
1: is the same. What we got? Yeah, it's good. And this one is a bit of me. This one is a bit of me. It's from right. a guy called Anthony. And then in brackets, he's put Tony. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, just made, it just made me laugh. Like... <laughs> just to clarify i I don't know why you yeah it's like i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not it's not like we're going for beers and like you want to tell like i need to tweet tony but your name's Anthony. like i don't i'm not responding tony (laughs) but fine it's anthony but you can call me tony (laughs) yeah i'll tell you what the other day just quickly um i was at uh i was at a festival we'll come to that later and uh this tev started playing with this other boy and discovered that this other boy is called Teddy. So his dad was there putting up a tent and I said, oh, his name's Teddy as well. Um, And and he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, his name's Edward, but we call him Teddy. And my response, no word of a lie was, ah, his name's Teddy, just Teddy. (laughs) So I don't have to say his name's Edward, but we call him Teddy. Anyway, anyway, Anthony, Tony, Tony, I don't Anthony. Care. <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, dear JK and Al, you guys crack me up. So I tried to tune in each week, and one of the recent confessions reminded me of two linked incidents that happened when my son was four years old. Do you remember those little tyke red and yellow cars? Yes. yes. I mean in, everyone.
0: In, in fact, <laughs> my kids were playing with those just last week and a play park, an outdoor play park in Kent. And they still love them, pushing each other. So yes, definitely remember them.
1: I mean, I reckon the shares of Little Tykes went up like thousands of percent when they released that. Because he then writes, actually, he says, it seems like everyone had one at some point. Anyway, we picked one up from one of those swap shop places, which always amazes me. They're either an absolute goldmine or you end up with someone else's crap. Completely right there. True. Uh, Anyway, I got it home and my boy really enjoyed playing with it. I'd push him around the garden or up and down the road uh, for what seemed like hours. But one day he went in and I, for whatever reason, thought that I'd try and get in it. No word of a lie, I crammed myself into the little tyke's car and got completely stuck. (laughs) The car fell over, at which point I looked up to see my four-year-old son standing, staring at me. His face was saying, Dad... What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and well, he was right. So my exact words were don't tell your mum about this. <laughs> right? It goes on, I wriggled out and another, and had another brainwave. Now, at this point, I should have realised that today was not my day and I should give up, go to bed with a whiskey. We all have regrets. I proceeded to tie the little tyke's car to a rope and the rope to the back forks of an old mountain bike. <laughs> in my head, it was such a good idea. I popped my son in the seat and off we went around the cul-de-sac that we lived in. To my credit, he loved it. He really loved it. Until he didn't. (laughs) Like with anything, I started to gain a little extra confidence and speed up. And perhaps took a corner a little too tightly. The car toppled and you'd think that the yellow cab might have acted like a roll cage. No, it didn't. My son <laughs> My son flopped out and graced his face down one side. He was fine before anyone states the obvious about how irresponsible I was and isn't scared of isn't scarred for life now being a decent nine year old. So there I was saying don't tell your mum twice in a matter of thirty minutes. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh. What a legend.
0: I, I'm sure right now we, we need to insert a picture of uh, said grown-ups that have tried to fit into a uh, little tyke's car and have, have got stuck. I'm sure there's plenty doing the rounds on the internet. We, we should definitely insert one just so you can have a rough idea what it looks like, I think.
1: Yeah. it was. I mean, that is uh, that is a bit of me, though, that confession, because that's the kind of thing that I would go, oh, I've got a good idea. Hey, Ted, sit in that. I'll tow you around on my bike. <laughs> Yeah, you
0: definitely would do that. You're the kind of guy that takes your kid axe throwing, so you you would you would do that.
1: Yeah, that did happen. That did happen. It did. Uh, I wasn't naked. That, did you see it on Instagram?
0: What what the uh, the axe throwing? Yeah. Yes, I did see that.
1: <laughs> anyway, anyway, you saw axe throwing at a festival this weekend, right? So what else did you see on Instagram? And then I'll talk to you about the festival.
0: Well, uh, shall I just pl- shall I just play it? Because the, 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 oh, actually, okay. it does need an introduction, and the introduction is. So it, it's another legendary Insta story from our we've, we've played a few in previous episodes. This is involving an erection. Should we watch it?
1: Yeah, go on. Oh, God, what is it?
0: Your face there, picture. Here we go.
1: So the lady that sold this van to us and her husband were unable to get this in there with the poles. I did it first time. <laughs> and why you married me? That's why he married me. That's a metaphor for why you married me. It's a metaphor for why, if you don't want me, anyone would.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I was in stitches when I watched this. What I love as well is that, as you'll see, if you watch the video, which is going to take me nine hours to edit... But you'll see that Al is, is topless. He's got a cap on, and this is the camper van that you bought, obviously. So I take it the, it was sold with a tent. Is that why you bought it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, no. <laughs> it, that's the it was the awning of the caravan of the tent. Oh, okay, of right. The, it was the awning of the camper van. Yeah. So okay. you can you can put the awning on, and then you get like an extra little tent space. Yeah. <laughs> and and basically, the lady gave it to me in two bags. One was the canvas, all in like a like a drawstring bag it's yeah. big and then the other wasn't like a com- entirely separate unrelated bag with the poles in and she said to me oh we can never get the poles in and i was <laughs> like so we just keep them separate and i was like all right so then yesterday we've i've never really used the awning before because we only do one-nighters and uh but this time we did it at the festival we had three nights so i had the awning up and um sorry that made me you know, laugh <what? laughs> i don't know why yeah, so, yeah. I, I, the, 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 I, it
0: was very childish i apologize i, I laughed i laughed <I singled.
1: laughs> That's all right. So I put the so I put the up and When I was taking it down, I was like, "Oh, let's just try and get it all in." The lady said she could never do it. Let's try it. Went in first time. I was like, "God, I am amazing." If
0: if you just joined us at that point in the podcast, <laughs> I mean, that could have been anything. <laughs> that could
1: mean a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, the lady couldn't get it all in. Yeah. So and I said, uh, I "Then get i it managed. all in,"
0: and she and I got it yeah. all in. Yeah, in one go. In one go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, but my yeah. favourite
0: bit is you at the end, when you try and do a metaphor, you go, so that is a metaphor. You obviously lost where you were going and then looked around and went, oh, yeah. and that's why everyone here in this festival
1: wants me. <laughs> Just yeah. like, and Jen's <laughs> yeah. laughing as well. It, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be uh, sort of arrogant or anything, but... I think, like, obviously observing other men in that situation where they're putting up and putting down tents and camper vans and whatever else, I do think I am up there with the best. (laughs) Of course you do. Of doing it, like some, like some are like I don't know, just trying to do it backwards, or I, I, don't know. I just, I just think I'm that's a bit of a talent of mine.
0: We found you forte, Al. We found you forte. Um, just uh, I'll keep looking on Al's Instagram as well, just to find you some, you know, some legendary stuff, uh, just in case you miss it. So, um, leave
1: it with me. Thanks, Jay. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so shall I tell you about this festival then in this little parenting roundup? Yeah. So you, you went,
0: you you went to Camp
1: Festival, didn't you? It went to Camp Festival in Shropshire. So the
0: festival is it, that's is it Rob De Bank's festival? Is that right?
1: Yeah, it's Rob De Bank's festival. It's supposed to be a family festival. Yeah. Right? Now I've worked out what a family festival really means, okay? <laughs> because there is no such thing as a family festival. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What a family festival is, it's code. It's code for basically saying that this is a festival that parents can bring their kids to and no one will judge them. <laughs> <laughs> okay? That, that's what it's code for. You can come, you can get pissed, you can, like, keep your kids up all night whilst feeding them God knows what. No one will judge. Okay? Now, you, you sent me a video, didn't you? Yes. And this was this was bongo, They summed it up, right? It was this lady in head to toe in sequins and she's dancing. She's having a great time. She's really enjoying herself. Okay. And then imagine your eyes are a camera, right? They pan down. Okay. And like three meters away from her sat on the ground is a two year old with, with ear defenders on playing in the dirt. (laughs) But that's what kids (laughs) like to do. I'm not denying that. But like, if anyone is telling me that that is a family festival, it's not. (laughs) She's having a great time. The kid's being ignored playing in the dirt. Uh, That's not that that isn't like that isn't a family festival. That's an adult festival where no one is judging her for ignoring her kid for an hour.
0: We're big fish, little fish there. The rave thing.
1: I I did see them yeah I did see them on the thing.
0: I've done that before in Margate I think they that that was fantastic. Okay. But yeah. w- but would you would you recommend it? I I I I would love to go. I think I think my kids would absolutely love that.
1: Okay. Let me paint some other pictures for you JK before you commit. Okay? Okay. Uh, we did about 25,000 steps a day. Wow. Right. Whilst towing all right, a buggy not a buggy, like a, what do you call them a trolley type thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Filled with stuff that we didn't use for the whole day. Okay. Okay? All right. Right? That's the first thing. 25,000 steps with an eight-year-old is just on the cusp of hell. Yes. Okay? Imagine if they got a younger kid, right? Right. Um, Food. Okay? I, Teddy's... Sometimes fussy, right? But they have every cuisine under the sun in this, in these, at these places. Of course they do, right? My, he, my heaven, but there is not a meal. It's not even a meal. There is no food you can buy for less than eleven quid, right? Oh, There's four man. of you. Every meal minimum forty five quid. That's just, okay? and obviously you can bring your own stuff, right? Yeah. So for maybe the, the, you know, when you arrive, maybe day one you can survive off of the food you brought. Three days in, no, you can't. Okay. Yeah. Now. Ted, the only thing he would eat out of all of these different places was a pepperoni pizza with no cheese, and he'd pick the pepperoni off. Okay. Right? They, they charged me 16 quid. <sighs> yeah, right? Food, showers, toilets. Everyone knows festivals are grubby, right? Yeah. And everyone complains about the showers and the toilets being grubby. Yeah. So don't go. God, like that. I, I, I kid you not. I saw a mum cleaning her one and a half year old, two two year old's bum with a leaf. <laughs> Mate, a dock leaf, legendary. That's what I used to no, do. It, I don't know if you it know that. I grew up on a farm. It, That's what I used to do. <laughs> no, a dock leaf would have been kind of fine. It was an oak tree leaf. <laughs> it was an oak tree leaf. It was crispy. It was crisp. I was like, you can't wipe his bum with. An oak tree leaf. Oh okay. Yep. <laughs> That's not family friendly. <laughs> Is it? No. Like correct me if I'm wrong, it's not family friendly. Right? The last thing timings. If it was family friendly, why would you put Fat Boy Slim on at ten thirty at night? Well I think okay. I,
0: th- I think bedtime goes out the window with these festivals. I think Okay,
1: but yes, no, you're right. It like from an adult's perspective, bedtime goes out the window. But kids still want to fall asleep by nine half nine ten, right? Yep. So this is what happens. Let me paint a picture. You've got the main stage and all these adults ready to, to listen to Fat Boy Slim, okay? The kids fall asleep at their feet on the picnic rug. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Then Fat Boy Slim stands at the front and says, Right, let's have a jumping competition. See who can jump the highest okay so then you've got most a lot of parents some completely leathered some half cut trying to jump as high as they possibly can inches from their kids heads (laughs) it is not safe okay like like, okay so let me let me let me just paint the picture best of all is a really good option if you want to go through all of those different things and still try and have a nice time, it's a really good option, okay? Camp Festival. And there were moments where we really enjoyed as a family. We really enjoyed some of those moments, but it is not, I wouldn't ever say that a festival is ever really family friendly. Are you renaming it Camp Bestiferal? Yes, yes I am. There it is, okay. Right, I'm done, sorry.
0: Uh, should we move on to some tech, perhaps? <laughs>
1: yeah, have you got any new tech? Shh, don't tell your mum. Right, before we get into making me seriously jealous um just a just a flag once again the mpb uh sponsors our tech session at the moment and they're a fantastic online buyer and seller of camera equipment so they'll buy your old camera equipment and you can buy new one off of them um it's really good it's all reconditioned there's loads of different levels of quality and things that you can look into anything from camera bags to DSLRs to action cameras, check out mpb.com because it's where we get all of our camera equipment for here at Dad's Net. So check it out, mpb.com.
0: Filming on a Sony Cybershot 6 right now. This is what I got from MPB. Just thought I'd say that, throw that in. Uh, Right, we are talking about the DeLonghi La Specialista Maestro today. This is a absolute beast, right? Beast. (sighs) Yeah, go on. So I saw one review on this saying, this machine combines classic style with sophisticated features to produce a hands-on coffee experience. And they are absolutely bang on. Now, there is there is a reason why I've always wanted this. I've never really been a coffee person, but there is one main reason, which I'll come to at the end, why I, I wanted this machine and how I kind of got this machine, if it makes sense. So um, mm-hmm. this one is it's stainless steel. You can get black or red housing. The black trim looks just so chic and really really high quality. It gives it that sort of retro cool look. And this this is going to look amazing on any kitchen counter. All right, it doesn't matter what the state of your kitchen is. This is just going to up your kitchen game straight away. Um right so like like the older machines I don't know if you've seen the older machines uh not much has changed really the general layout of the La uh, Specialista so on the left it's all about sort of processing the coffee beans grinding dosing and tamping we'll come back to the tamping word in a minute and on the right um <laughs> everything revolves around the espresso extraction and the steaming milk the foaming of the milk okay mm. all right so I'll I'll put some pictures alongside this and some some video footage yeah, as well I'll-
1: I've got it in front of me and it it does look good.
0: It's just, it's, it's an investment. It's not cheap, okay? It's an investment, but I'll come on to that in a second. Features, eight grinding levels. Drinks presets including espresso, americano, flat white, which is usually what I go, usually flat white or espresso. Latte, macchiato, Easy for me to say. Cappuccino and just a, a regular coffee. There's a hot water function as well if you just wanted a cup of tea for your tea bag. Auto tamping, come back to that. User a profile. So this will always remember your favourite ratio of bean quantity, grind and water supply, all right? So once you've found that perfect, perfect brew, then you can save it. Adjustable water temperature. Uh, automatic milk frothing as well. Removable water tank. And the demi- the dimensions on this, it's about 18.5 inches uh, I think that's is that height yeah height is 18.5 inches width is 14 inches and the depth is about 16.5 inches okay so it's not too big and and it still looks it looks pro um so with this thing it takes a while to get used to okay it, it's it's a brilliant beast and I'm sort of just really getting into it now there's there's lots of stuff which is automatic too which which is which is great how you're looking at it now what are your first impressions?
1: I mean it looks pro. It looks nicely designed. It looks like it would produce a very nice cup of coffee. You 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 do have to be into your coffee to go for this. Well you, like, say this that, not... you say that you uh, say that there's auto functions. So all you have no, to No no, what I mean what I mean is from a price point. Oh okay, you from yeah. Like yeah. no I mean realistically no one's going to spend that amount of money and press auto
0: right let me do a quick process for you right so you pour your coffee beans into the bean holder you set your grinding and dose levels to your liking you choose the coffee setting you want okay i usually go espresso or i'm a bit of a flat oat milk flat white i know yeah i I sound like a right yeah uh grab the porter filter you move
1: into shoreditch
0: (laughs) grab a porter (laughs) you grab the porter filter which is the big sort of it's it's a big clump of thing and uh, you insert it into the bean dispenser then you move it to the right and it grinds automatically which is quite cool you use the smart tamping lever to pull it down and then you pull it back up again and you do it a couple of times it feels like you're in a casino playing on those um, those machines you know what i mean it's like that it's yeah. a bit like that yeah uh, you, in- you don't win you don't win uh insert the portafilter into the coffee outlet then either use the automatic milk frothing and the milk container or Or steam manually with the steaming wand, which if you want to be a bit barista style, that's the kind of thing you do. Right, so this is my advice if you plunge into the amazing world of of proper coffee in a proper coffee machine like this, okay? Take your time. That's the first thing. Make small adjustments. Okay, just do one thing at a time. Get used to it. I've also tried different beans, some great some not so great I found one at the moment which I really like which is um, it's Lofberg's Brazil medium roast coffee beans great for the optimal zone as well but it, this is all a, a learning process now this is the reasoning okay reasons to buy this beauty the main one for me was we're about to do a kitchen refurb alright so this was absolutely it had to be in the budget and as you get older I'm sure a lot of people are, are like me right now I just want a decent kitchen I want an island and I want a Barista style coffee machine sat on the kitchen top. That's all I want, Al. That's it. It's all I want.
1: <laughs> Simple. I don't want. I don't want. The,
0: I don't want the fast cars anymore. I don't really want that much more technology. How much tech can one guy get? I just want. A nice kitchen, an island, and a decent coffee machine. It's all I want.
1: Yeah, although, right. To be fair, if you do go down that route, then our tech feature is going to need rethinking. <laughs> I'm still interested in have to tech. Mo- all right, move <laughs> it to a kitchen feature, and I think we'll lose listeners. Okay.
0: So look, if you are thinking about, you know, sort of refurbing and stuff like that, just set a bit of budget aside for this this coffee machine. Look, it could be a birthday thing. It could be a joint Christmas present. You know, it could be something like that. Um, it's
1: yeah. I mean. Realistically, if you are gonna spend fifteen, twenty grand on a new kitchen, spending six, seven hundred quid on a new coffee machine.
0: Might need to be a bit more than that. Just just a little bit more.
1: Well, I'm I'm, I'm picking the i the, the average. The average because you can go higher, you yeah. also can go cheaper.
0: Okay. Well look, it's it's such a high quality appearance. It heats up really quickly, really great steam one pressure as well, which actually is very important. A sexy, silky, fine milk foam. Oh, even with oat milk. Oh, oh, yes. Especially with oat milk. Oatly, um, which is the, the barista one, which is our favourite one. And the Alpro barista. I mean, all plant milks are fantastic in this. And finally, look, it looks so chic in your kitchen. When you get your couple friends round, you know, your favourite couples and stuff. As soon as they see this at the, at the house party, they're, they're just going to gonna think
1: of you in a different way. They're
0: going to think you've got class. You've yeah. got style. I should hang around yeah. with this guy. I should hang around with this guy more.
1: Are they going to think that or will they just think, God, this guy's a coffee?
0: They might think the latter as well.
1: But, <laughs> but remember, look, look, nothing wrong with being a coffee, <laughs> just for the record.
0: Look, my wife, put it this way my <sighs> wife says, I love my DeLonghi machine more than I love her and the kids. And.
1: <laughs> True.
0: Well, 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 Al, it's beautiful, makes me happy, gives me a boost, and doesn't answer back. So, you know, what more do you want?
1: Exactly. Tastes good. Sorry, can I say that?
0: Yes, you can. Of course, you can. Yeah, because it's oh, a. Yeah, good. We're talking about the DeLonghi La Specialista Maestro, and the uh, the link will be in the description. But trust me, it, it it's an investment that you you won't regret. And if you love coffee, trust me, it's it's brilliant. Go for the joint birthday present, or go for the kitchen renovation. That's how you get this beast. All right.
1: All right. Well, it will be on my list for quite a few years, I fear. Do we not need one in the office? I oh, we do business expense. <laughs> business <laughs> e- sorted. We've done it. <laughs> Yeah, let's get our creative accountant on it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. He's very good. We don't mind paying him. He's very good. (laughs)
1: Mm, I wish, I wish. Um, That's very good. Thank you very much. I I am very envious because i just looking at the pictures kind of. I mean, to be honest, I'm just looking at the pictures. (laughs) Like I'm literally staring at the pictures. (laughs) It's a beauty. Uh, It's a beauty. um, Thank you very much for listening uh, for another episode of Don't See Mum I'm I'm on holiday next week, so I'm not actually sure whether we're going to be doing one. Uh, we might have to skip a week. Okay. Um, Sorry. It's Al's fault. I told you it was Al's fault, didn't I? Yeah, but you know. Uh but then kinda of, kinda of come September we will be back into the swing of things. Um, it's kids, kids are the problem. They are. Um but thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to rate, download, subscribe, uh share us with your friends, That's a massive help to get extra listeners so please do just uh, send the link to a couple of mates put it in your WhatsApp groups um, give it a listen and we'll speak to you soon remind me next time that we, we do the
0: podcast to tell me about your mate that you met at a party regarding the uh, the tech feature remember that as well
1: oh yes
0: because that's Le- yeah, yeah. We, it, right. put it this way it, it's it's something that gives me warmth and, and just a lovely feeling inside when you know that when you do something people take notice Not I no. will
1: tell you what, tell you what, this will be the ultimate test. I'll go around his house in a week and I'll see what coffee machine. Is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Have a good week. See you, mate. A Dad's
0: Net original podcast.